I'm grateful you're here, as together we practice being socially responsible. A powerful choice, really beyond words in the confines of the autopilot abilities of the human brain, because it's deeper. This process that starts inside, with the simple act of noticing things like the stories we hold on to about ourselves, the judgments we have, how our bodies feel as these thoughts flood our minds. Through practice and awareness that we're not the thoughts we think, we're separate from them. We, you, me, him, her, them, all of us, can discover who we're truly meant to be beyond labels, titles, roles, and the clutter that clouds our minds. Happy anniversary to this podcast. Happy anniversary to this podcast. Happy anniversary to this podcast. Happy anniversary to all of us. A year ago, this week, as of the recording of this episode number 52, the trailer for the Socially Responsible podcast was first published. And for the next... 52 weeks, including this one, we consistently had an episode available to whoever is ready, was ready, feels ready to listen. And I am so happy and grateful and, dare I say, proud that the desire to share parts of the process that I practice allows me with intention to create these episodes. And the thing about showing up for yourself is that it doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to be all at once. And I continue to be reminded of this important lesson because so often our minds tell this story that it's gotta be all or nothing. It's gotta be go big or go home. And while that works sometimes, When it comes to making changes, it's those little, what are they, baby steps, one degree shifts, one day at a time, whatever phrase you want to use that reminds you to just be patient and that it's okay to do little bits at a time is what ultimately has served me and I think serves many people. There have been times in my life, you can think about yours, when I've tried, maybe you've tried to do something and you've bitten off more than you can chew. It was so big, this decision that you've made, whatever it is, and you're like, I'm going to make this sweeping change. And it it can be really hard. Now, it's not to say it's impossible to make big changes. Sometimes you do it and it works and that's great. 
But practically speaking, it's the little shifts over time that add up to the big things. For me, it was running as an example. It's like, I want to run more when I was in my 20s. And one week at a time, I added a mile. I started with one mile, then it was two, and then it was three. And next thing you know, I ran a half marathon. And then I was able to run marathons. Half marathon is 13.1 miles. Full marathon is 26.2. And if I had thought about running 26.2 miles at the beginning of my running journey, I think I might have not made it. But because I just said, today I'm running a mile. And I did it. And it was hard. But it felt good. And so I was like, okay, next week I'm going to run too. And so on and so forth. And eventually there I was running full marathons and completed completed five, I think. Ran six, didn't finish one. But it's those little things. I think of the time in my life about six years ago when... I was still 35 pounds over my pre-pregnancy weight. I was uncomfortable in my body. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to work out more. Or I'm just going to cut carbs. And everything I tried was like so hard. It felt so hard. It felt more like a prison and a punishment than it did something I was doing to feel good. And it wasn't working. And I had met this woman who is now a dear friend who I just love and adore. And she's really smart. And she knows a lot about different ways to work with your body to promote weight loss. And so I was like, what do you think I can do to lose weight without being crazy to myself and drastic and she said why don't you look into intermittent fasting and so I did a little research on intermittent fasting which I don't do anymore by the way because ultimately it came to my attention that it you know in the long term it wasn't good for I think it was like female bodies over a certain age but anyway everybody needs to do their own research and do what feels good to them but I found that it was going to be easy enough for me to just watch the time frame within which I was eating. And so I would not eat from 7 p.m. until 11 a.m. the next day. I'm like, if that's all I have to worry about, if I'm not counting calories and I'm not cutting this and cutting that, I'm going to just cut out snacking and wine at night after the kids go to bed and I'm gonna not wake up and eat right away in the morning I can do that and over I would say like maybe nine months I lost 35 pounds and it felt good 
and it was just a little change that was manageable. It doesn't always have to be hard. And if it is hard, we can look at it and say, is this hard in a way that is challenging but I feel good still? Or is it hard in a way that it's toxic to my life? And I'm not talking about dieting and losing weight. I'm talking, you know, sweeping, overarching theme for your life. Because while life is not easy and it has its challenges and its ups and downs, that doesn't mean everything always has to feel painful. We have the power of choice and self-reflection if we allow for that, if we make space for it, give ourselves the grace to let that be a way of living. The last thing I said before our sponsorship break was let that be a way of living. Reflecting. Not beating yourself up. But stepping back from your life, this life, life, not as a judgmental observer, but as a being with awareness to look at thoughts, actions, reactions, identify patterns, and make small adjustments. Small adjustments lead to big things over time. Example, making dinner for my family, which is just such a basic thing, used to create inside my body the kind of reaction that would make someone think if they knew what was happening inside my body, but my own observations of what was happening inside my body as I would cook dinner, not gourmet meals, just talking about making turkey meatloaf and tacos. The reaction in the body was such that it felt like someone was breaking into the house and I needed to defend my life and the lives of everybody else in the house. It's just so uncomfortable. Because there was a story that was running. I noticed, became aware of over time by practicing. A story about disappointing people with what was being prepared about not having dinner on the table on time. 
but upon observation, removing the judgment from it, it's like, well, whose timetable am I on? Oh, my own. Oh, okay. So I'm telling a story to myself about needing to be on time because my husband doesn't put any pressure on me to get dinner on the table at a certain time. Now, I know that there are circumstances in which there are relationships where there is that pressure coming from someone else. But I'm saying in my experience, this was a mind-made, self-induced suffering situation. And I am so proud to say that nine times out of 10, nine meals out of 10, or we'll say, you know, six meals out of seven, just to make it fit into a week, those feelings aren't there anymore because I've practiced noticing the story, questioning the story, and closing the book on the story. Practice, practice, repeating, undoing these patterns. One moment, one activity, one situation at a time is possible. We are rewiring the brain and it, it's like, I keep using this, this example because it's just kind of low hanging fruit as far as a, a good example that you can like visually see. Cause it's hard with stuff that's going on in your own mind because you kind of are keeping track of it yourself internally. But like back to the weight loss thing, if you've ever tried to like change the shape of your body, tone up, lose weight, you know, it doesn't do you any good to stand in the mirror and pinch your extra skin every day. It just hurts you and it just reminds you of, of things that, that are already bothering you, but like you're reinforcing that it's bothering you by standing in the mirror and judging and pinching and squeezing and critiquing. And I've done that. When I stopped doing that, when I took the advice of Tracy Ellis Ross, the actress who I heard on Oprah, I love sharing this example because I just think it's so great. And she was like, I just started talking nice to my body one day. And I was like, oh, I could do that. I could try talking nice to my body or I could try not saying anything to it at all. I used to cry every time I got dressed. I would cry. Things didn't fit. It didn't feel good. I was so mean to myself and my body. And then one day this poem came to my mind and I was like, this feels so much better. This is my body that houses my soul. And that is what makes you whole. Looks fade, bodies change and they, they fail us. The soul is what makes us whole. And so standing around and picking yourself apart in the ways that so many of us do doesn't serve any purpose other than to reinforce those stories. And so my point is that when you finally figure out how to separate from the, the bullying of yourself and you just take time to actually make changes rather than spend all your time criticizing and picking yourself apart, that's when 
real change occurs. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. And the same goes for the stories we tell and the emotional habits and patterns that we will continue to recreate over and over and over and over and over again unless we figure out how to observe gently, non-judgmentally, and shift. So where are your wins? Call to action this week. Celebrate yourself. We've probably done this before in one of the past episodes since we are 52 episodes in plus the trailer. Feel so good about that. And I'm celebrating that win. Showing up every week to do this podcast with the intention of inspiring and sharing practices that work for me that I know have made a real difference. Where in your life have you made little shifts? Little shifts. That if you reflect, you can see have made big changes in your life. I really want to hear from you. So find me on Instagram at socially responsible, just like the name of the podcast. And please, in gratitude for liking what you hear, take a moment to leave a review, subscribe, and share. Socially responsible, living from the inside out.